On this week's episode, we take a walk down memory lane to our own middle school days where we first met and tried to be edgy dark tweens just like the girls responsible for the Slenderman stabbing. Then we go through three different awful movies based on the internet phenom. So make sure to clear your browser history and meet us in the pod shed. We're sipping on a tall drink of vodka, it's vodka, and talking about murder. to another episode of THC, it's your Hollywood crime. I'm your host, Mariah. This is your host, Bailey. Me? Yeah, keeping you on your toes, B. Me. We were like dead in the middle of a really interesting... Wow, Bailey. It's Nick's fault. He put the ringer on my phone. I never have the fucking ringer on Never. Why did he turn your ringer on? Because he was expecting a call. He overheated from mm. being outside all day he had to stick his phone in the freezer i wonder if he took it out of the freezer <gasps> it might still be in the fucking freezer amazing right i hope now. it is oh i God. really ge- i would actually put my entire life savings on the fact that it's still, it's in, the freezer, still in the freezer if right i know now. your husband at all yeah anyways we were in the middle of a pretty uh interesting semi-deep a, conversation yeah. and i decided just to start the podcast on bailey anyways You've how was your week b my week was surprisingly good. Good. Yeah. A lot better than last week when you were like, my soul's being sucked from well, me. No, that's why I passed that off to you this week. <laughs> oh, God. The longest week of my life. Yeah, it's been m- horrific. What did I say? Like, my one week felt like one month. And oh. you're like, here we are 1,000 years later. Dude, this week has gone on forever. In the middle of it, my whole family besides myself and my son got the stomach flu. So three out of five people. Amazing. Vomiting everywhere. Love Just it. children vomiting on floors left right center. Because that was the last podcast started with zoe zoe was vomiting oh that's right because i had i was we didn't know that it was going to be like a stomach flu that we it was going to be domino maybe she had just like ate dinner too fast mm-hmm. or something yeah, no no, no. Took, out, took out three of you something that came from her those dirty little kids at her fucking daycare i just oh, know it love it little it's the best parasites yeah anywho so it's been a long week in my household i haven't seen you at all, all. week long yeah because usually i would see you on monday but you worked monday i know i had yep Mm -hmm. worked an extra day just for the hell of it but this is pretty cute so violet has been in the habit of when like right around the time that we sit down for dinner she goes to look out the window to make sure that your car is in the driveway oh she wants to know that you're home that's sweet Mm -hmm. i'm glad she's looking out for me i know yeah Uh, now if i'm ever at work later than when i know you guys have dinner I'm going to be upset. <laughs> or one night, I don't know if like Lou was using the car or whatever. But no, I worked You overtime. were that late. Yeah. I was at work until like almost 830. Yeah. And she was like, something's up. I'm like, why? It's got a baseball game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, it's fine. <laughs> nope. I was at work that fucking late. Yeah. Just work, 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 work. Oh, my God. Anywho, other than that, it's been, you know great but we're making up with it with a fucking strong ass drink we started our evening with a what do we call these drinks well we were calling them stinky pinkies but these those evolved don't have the pink in them these are our tickety talkities these are our tickety talkities um listen a couple episodes ago for the recipe uh, yeah and mm-hmm. b made them 
very strong. Mm-hmm. Tastes like paint thinner. I'm having to really right. add a little mine. spice. <laughs> yeah, just a little. OMG. Uh, Anyways, anything you want to talk about this week? Anything you're watching? Anything you're doing? So, yes, we did. We watched a movie last night. Great. What was it? Promising Young Women. That does not sound like a movie that you would normally That's watch. That's what I'm saying. Okay, but listen to this. A young woman traumatized by a tragic event in her past seeks out vengeance against those who crossed her. Oh, okay. All right. Because the title sounds like a Jane Austen movie. For sure. Now, oh, check out this cast. Carrie Mulligan, Bo Burnham. Do you know who that is? Yes. A fucking, oh my God, I love him. Yes. He made this movie for me. Oh, what's this? I do have a small beef with Carrie Mulligan. Okay. I know nothing about her, but I know that she's famous. She's a great actress. She's very beautiful. Oh. Now, this is, once again, going to show the world what a nerd I am. She's married to Marcus Mumford from Mumford and Sons, my favorite band. Oh, okay. They're very cute together, and they're very British. So I got a little bit of a beef with her, but it's okay. Alison Brie. Uh Uh-huh. Adam Brody. Yep. And what's Adam Brody from, Bailey? The OC. That's right. Uh It's Seth. Jennifer Coolidge. Oh, I love Jennifer Coolidge. Laverne Cox. Yep. Right? Love I mean, Laverne Cox. It's a great fucking cast, which is usually bad news. Unless unless it's like a weird B movie. Which I think this is. Yeah, of course. Okay. So I know nothing going into it, and I'm seeing all these people, and so immediately I'm already rating it at like a C. I'm not mm-hmm. really giving it a fair chance. It's starting off with two knives. Mm-hmm. And we're probably further than halfway into it and I'm kind of like rolling my eyes and I'm like if this doesn't happen like I'm gonna be mad Mm -hmm. if I get to the end of the movie and there's not more than this and Nick's like I swear I heard good things like we're gonna get through this and we fucking did and it blew our minds to the point where Nick described it as an excellent movie. Wow. High praise from Mr. Picky. Yeah. So for me to just completely turn it around and for it to take us by surprise, and it is dark. Ooh. Yeah. So I would highly. Do you know where listeners can watch it? No. Perfect. <laughs> How many knives would you give it? Four. Four. Mm-hmm. Strong four. Strong four. I can't wait to watch it. Yeah. Real good. Mm-hmm. On a much lighter note, we started watching, like, literally today, we had some time before I had to go to work. Obviously, my husband's off at Saturday. And we were, like, trying to find something to watch on TV. And I'm like, well, what about the newest challenge, Road Rules, Road Ooh, World Challenge, okay. which is they bring back some of the air quote all-stars. Mm-hmm. But these are players who have either won or are very, like, notorious on the challenge, but they haven't played in a while. Okay. Because there's like big superstars on the challenge that are still doing challenges. Yeah. Like they didn't invite those guys back because that's kind of unfair. Oh, I hate it when they do that. Yeah, because like, they're like, you know, they know Survivor does that shit and it makes me mad. I'm like, oh, okay, here we go again. So these people that they brought back are all like anywhere from their late 30s to their early 50s. Amazing. They all got kids. Amazing. They're all out of shape. We could totally relate. Some people you haven't seen since like 2003 fun 2002 like, like what yeah you where haven't have seen they been? them in forever yeah 
And so we've only watched one episode, but they all die on the of challenge. Course. They absolutely Do they even make it through? Wait, no. no. It takes them forever. A lot of them have to yeah. be rescued out of this lake by like oh my God. a little rescue boat. And so then flashback to, uh, I think it was real world <clears throat> Hawaii. Tech, who was my one of my favorites on there. Tech's on there. He still looks great. He's the one in Van Wilder who plays Van Wilder's best friend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Tech, who also had to get, I think he had to get rescued out. It was so funny. But he's like, welcome on his little like confessional. He's all, welcome to uh, the challenge seniors edition. Oh he's all, we're all straight from the old folks home being yes. like resuscitated. <laughs> Their crutches. It's the best. Wow. Okay. I want to check that and out. And then the soundtrack is all because this was all put together by Mark, who is from the original Road Rules, which mm-hmm. is like 92, I think, okay. 93. He's a thousand years old. Yeah. Um. So he put all it together. He got all the, the gang back together. But the whole soundtrack is straight from the 90s oh, to early 2000s. Wow. And then you're watching them like they're still trying to party like they're 22, yeah. but they're all 104 years old. Yeah. Getting wasted. And that's why. And then having to do physical challenges and that's why i think i've mentioned in the past with the new jersey shore vacation episodes that nick is willing to watch those because they are they're our age like they're older and so it's funny funny. but he won't watch the old episodes he's like i have zero interest in watching them he's like i don't want to watch young people have fun exactly he's like watching this shit that that i can speak of you see ronnie Oh got arrested my god! Again. Got arrested again for what domestic violence? Yeah, and then the next day, or maybe a couple days later, the girlfriend's all like, "It it wasn't that big of a deal." Even oh, I didn't see that. I yeah, just saw the arrest. No, even though she's the one that called the cops. Of course. Yeah, he you, cannot pull it together. Do you want to open the window? I think the children are gone. Thank God. Okay, we're having a sleepover. This is actually our case this week is perfect timing. Um. But we are having a sleepover. My daughter is turning 11 in a few no. days. I'm going to have a middle schooler. This is the first baby. This is the first baby of our friend group. Yeah. Um, so we're having a little sleepover. Just her best friend and then my son's best friend. So these are kids that they see every day. They're always in school with them and stuff. Um, and then tomorrow we're going to go to like a thing that has like go-karts and arcade, mini golf yeah. and arcade. and So fun. Go spend a billion fucking dollars on these children. Always. It's all they're good for. I know. Anyways, it'll be fun. Yeah. So, yeah, we were having a slumber party. The point is they were all on the trampoline when we tried to start the podcast and it was loud. Yeah. Don't worry. My husband is at home safe and sober and responsible. And fuck, she's 11. What did you say? 11 is when we met 11 is when we met we're going to talk about it a lot for this episode oh I can't so we wait. want to talk right now i can't wait so other than the hilarious uh new challenge i've been trying i've been in a real reading slump and i'm trying to break it with this book i got from the free little library how do you have time to read well i haven't and i i've just i've been in a reading block which i don't like about myself because i would rather read than be on like your TikTok phone. or yeah, the phone or course. whatever. Yeah. But it's just but you like, could do that at work, like quickly do like a couple swipes here and there. Yeah, you I don't read at work. Bust no, 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 out no. a book. Yeah. No, it would be more like at night. But the problem is, is I want such mindless entertainment at night that yeah. I, I'm like, I'd rather be on TikTok. Anyways, I tried to start with this, the most depressing book ever called Angela's Ashes, and it's a fucking doozy. Wow. Every single chapter is depressing as fuck. 
Awesome. Am I going to finish it? Possibly. I don't know. <laughs> Is it going to finish you? It's Is about it gonna suck the life out of you. It's about like an you? impoverished oh. Irish immigrant family and like the early 19th or I'm I think it was like during the depression I'm done in New York. I'm already tapped out I'm out of all of her kids Angela's already lost like God, three kids right. have died so she has her ashes I'm like I oh my and we're only like a quarter and it's an autobiography it's written by the protagonist it's yeah his so life story. every time someone dies someone really died and yeah. just you might as well put I'm a push a, pin in my eyeball a quarter of a way into the book and three kids are dead no. well Jesus Christ awesome so, sounds like a pleasure <laughs> it's been real depressing wow all uh, right let's talk about our game uh, this is on you you got I know. very excited well it's not that i'm excited i want to switch it up because okay, we do fine. a lot of the same shit so let's do i feel stop. very attacked you should okay right okay. we're so fucking basic and boring okay fine <laughs> fine i'll take it <laughs> let's do stop okay i feel like that could be a hit and then Let's do. I mean, I'm swirling my ice. Let's do ice related sounds. Let's do any ice ASMR. Uh huh. Yeah. ASMR. Oh, I like that. Yeah. And do we have anything different that we can relate to this week's case? Hmm. I mean, we could do anytime we say the word girl, but you will die of alcohol poisoning by the time we're done with it. Right. I don't know. All right. Well, then let's just always, why not do it with the cheers and cheers. to this toxic whatever that I created. This toxic concoction. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, if you guys want to drink every time we say the word girl, go ahead, but just be warned. <laughs> But yeah, drink anytime you hear our ice move around, crunch, swirl. Because we got the ice chest. We got an ice swirl. It's we very got an icy. Ice crunch. Starting to heat up here in the pod shed. We're in the Jesus 80s. Jesus Christ. How? What time is it? Um, it is 9.17. Yeah, guaranteed. It's like 78 degrees outside right now. It might even be like 80 degrees outside. Yeah, it was 80 when I came over. But I'm just like trying to give yeah. it. Might be officially mm-hmm. in the 70s, back in uh-huh. the 70s. Yeah. Which is still cold compared to what the summer is going to be. Oh, it's going to be awful. It's 95 degrees in here at yeah. night. Mm-hmm. At night. I know. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this week we are doing, I don't know how else to put it, the Slenderman stabbing. The yeah. Slenderman stabbing case. B has watched multiple movies. Of course. What's the main movie you watched? The main one is Slender Man 2018, which has got the only like known actress. What's her name? Joey King or something. Whoa. Blast from the past, Joey King. Mm -hmm. It's been a while since I heard that name. Okay. Did I do much research? Eh, you know, it's been a week. So an article from All Things Interesting by Hannah McKennett. Uh... One part of a two-part episode of a podcast called Female Criminals, which I believe I also listened to from maybe Eileen Warnos. Mm. And I don't know if I gave... I'm actually not sure if I did or not. Here's the problem. The host of this podcast, Female Criminals, I'll have to do some research because her voice sounds exactly like the voice 
of a woman who co-hosts another podcast that I mention a lot on here that I use for research. And I can't tell if it's the same person okay. or if they sound exactly the same. Interesting. So I will do a follow up for that. I promise. Maybe even by the end of the episode. If I can remember, I'll try to look at it when B is blabbing on right and on about, about whatever she talks about. But I. When we're on to the third movie <laughs> and you're ready to just die. Um, so it's a podcast called Female Criminals. They have a two-part episode about this case. I only had time to listen to part one. Mm -hmm. But it was a great part one. Go listen to both parts. I'm sure part two is fantastic. Okay. I'm surprised that part one had enough. Like, normally so you would So part one goes all the way through the incident. And then I guess part two goes more into, like, um, what happened after the okay. search that makes for sense. the assailant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That the makes trial. Sense. Okay. And then I watched a thing on YouTube... Um, that was originally ABC News. Obviously, they broke it up into like parts for YouTube, mm -hmm. but they did a two-hour special about this case. Yeah. So ABC News, whatever they call it. There you go. There you go. Fantastic. Woo! You ready? Love it. Okay, hold on. Let me take a sip. Do it. Take a sip. I'm already. I'm, I'm loving it, Bailey. It's it's melting. It's Bailey's melting. halfway through her drink. I might have to like add some more wine or something to mine. I thought about it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I thought about adding more wine. Just something to cut that pure vodka taste, you know? <laughs> when you ask me to make the drinks, I'm sorry. I know. And she filled up our huge. I've post, I actually just posted pictures of them today on THC podcast. Huge wine glasses that we said hold what? A whole seltzer at least, right? Oh, for sure. Absolutely. More than that. Yeah, maybe like a half a bottle of wine. I think it's wine. a half a bottle of wine each. It holds like a half a bottle of wine. She yeah. filled it with our tickety-tockety drinks. Yeah. It's been a week, girl. It has been, but now I have to try to read my own handwriting, which is hard on a sober day. Woo! So, first of all, this all takes place in Wisconsin. What? <gasps> City in Wisconsin? <gasps> Nobody knows. My cheese people. <laughs> that actually <laughs> is pretty close to the town name. It's like, it sounds similar to that. Um... <laughs> Some town in Wisconsin somewhere. <laughs> Cottage cheese, Wisconsin. We'll start with Peyton. Sweet young Peyton, who is a normal, regular girl in elementary school. She sees another girl sitting by herself all alone. Her name's Morgan. Okay. Cute. She, she goes up to Morgan and basically asks her if she wants to be friends. Because oh, it's very clear that Morgan's lonely. Amazing. So, I can only hope that this is who I'm raising. I want to raise so that kid. Absolutely. And I know for a fact I've raised at least this kid once because this is exactly how my oldest Lila Oh, it's is. Lila. Yeah. Um, so Morgan is not quite the same as Peyton. She's not a sweet, normal, lovely girl who comes from a sweet, normal, lovely family. Morgan's dad has been diagnosed as a schizophrenic. Okay. Her parents were not planning on getting pregnant. It was a bit of a... I don't want to say an oopsie, but a bit of a surprise. Correct. They were worried about the idea of having kids because of her dad's schizophrenia, Absolutely. which he has. I mean, he maintains it. He's on medication. And Doesn't he's like make it easy, though. Yeah. An you active member of society. Absolutely. But they had planned on not having kids. Uh-huh. I get that. And they had Morgan. She does start from a very early age having audible and vision hallucinations. Mm. Um. She there's even reports that these hallucinations would like slap her or pull her hair, whatever. 
She had tried telling her parents about it, but it's so hard with kids. This is why kids don't get diagnosed with schizophrenia very often because like what kids don't have imaginary friends or have imaginative play. It's hard enough to tell whether or not they're telling you the truth. Like, oh, my tummy hurts. Right. They're like, oh, that's normal. Let it go. At some point, Morgan actually becomes very attached to these like hallucinations. Mm -hmm. And then it gets to the point where she's scared that if she says something, her parents will do something to make them go away. Ooh. She's in her own world. That's Morgan's world. Yeah. So she becomes BFFs with Peyton and they do BFF stuff. They have playdates. They have sleepovers. They're super into like fantasy stuff they're mm-hmm. really into like harry potter and like playing make-believe morgan's super imaginative she's super creative doesn't sound like she's anyone we know super artistic yeah. um and they get along great and morgan even nicknames peyton hold on i have to look it up she nicknames she nicknames her bella okay i don't know where she gets bella from peyton but whatever okay thickest thieves maybe like a twilight thing you figure this all happens in like 2014-ish. So elementary school, they're 2012-ish, 11-ish, sometime in there. Well, this all goes great. Sixth grade starts. They go on to middle school where they meet for the first time Anissa. I didn't write down any of their last names. Anissa or Anissa, however you want to say it. We'll say Anissa. That rolls off the tongue better. Bye has... And Anissa at her daycare. She's yeah. a sweetheart. Love her. Oh, that tastes good. You okay. put more wine in my drink. And ice. And ice. Need the ice. Anissa and Morgan get along great right away. They click. Anissa comes from a pretty normal family. Um, but her parents are getting a divorce. Okay. And so that's led Anissa to spend a lot of time online a lot of time on youtube a lot of time just kind of escaping of course there is a documentary about this and i have watched it but i watched it when it first came out and that was a couple years ago i don't remember much about the documentary i do remember anisa's parents being on the documentary and talking about the fact that they knew that she was spending so much time online and her dad said that he made it a point that he would go up and like check on what she was doing yeah um and I can't remember if it's Anissa or Morgan. I can't remember which parents it was. One of those girls' parents was also into like the same stuff you and I are into. They were into like dark, spooky, horror movies. Yeah. Gothic type stuff. Of course. And so when their daughter started showing an interest in that stuff too, they were like, oh, Amazed. that's normal. They like um, supported it, encouraged it. Girl, I cannot wait to watch fucking horror movies with my child. Yes, exactly. So they're right there in that lane. I can't remember whose parents it was, though. Um, but one of them was like, yeah, she started doing this artwork and looking at this stuff. And we yeah. were like, oh, that's cool. Right. Um, and I totally understand that. I'm going to get into that in a minute. There's I'm going to get into yeah. it. OK, so great. So Anissa and Morgan hit it off. They're both into very similar things, but Peyton does not like Anissa. She's a little too intense. She's a little too dark for Peyton's taste, but Mm -hmm. she goes along with it because Morgan likes her so much. Right. As we all know, especially when it comes to girls, three's a crowd. That three number is so hard hard. with female friendships. Someone's always left out. 
And as Morgan and Anissa get closer and closer, that person being left out is Peyton time and time again. Yeah. So Anissa starts really showing Morgan all the stuff that she likes online. All this like dark kind of lore, urban legends, whatever. I'm for it. Yeah. I'm all about She's it. She's a big fan of a site called Creepypasta. Ever heard of it? Nope. So it's like a place where people can post their stories, their artwork, but it's like scary stories. Yeah. Like I said, urban legends, whatever. Are you supposed to take them as stories or as like people's real life encounters? You can take it however you want. Okay. It could be anything. Okay. Um, It's up for your (coughs) interpretation. Yep. Okay. I was just curious, like if it was presented in a certain light. No, it's just presented. Yeah. And so people could write a story saying it's a true encounter. But it's totally up to you. But it's totally fake. Yeah. And then you get to decide whether it's true, fake, whatever. So a big thing on Creepypasta at that time was a character named Slenderman. Right. He was created five years before this by a man named Eric Knudsen. 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 I like Knudsen. Um, He had entered a Photoshop contest. And the picture that he made was of like kids playing on a playground and in the background, very kind of blurry and out of focus was a tall, like unnaturally tall and skinny, you're going to assume man because he's in a suit, but he's faceless. He's got like a white head, white face. And it looks like he's kind of like maybe putting his arms around some kids Mm -hmm. in the background, whatever. Um, I'm not sure if it won the photo contest or not, but it really intrigued people. So within like 10 days of posting this, people start making up stories and lore about... Slenderman. Okay. They even make movies about Slenderman, like made for YouTube. Mm-hmm. So, like these amateur filmmakers start making movies about Slenderman, and the story of Slenderman basically goes. I know I'm cutting corners here. He lures children in, and he tries to get children to be his air quote proxies. And if you're a proxy of Slenderman, you have to kill to prove. Your, like, allegiance to him. Interesting. And then he'll invite you to live in his mansion in the woods with him. Wow. But if you refuse to do that, then he kills you. Wow. And that's, like, that's the basics of the Slender Man story. Okay. So most people obviously would read that or see that and know it's fake. Five years down the road, we have a ton of stuff. We're inundated with games and movies, articles and creepypasta stories and Reddit and all this stuff that if you are a very impressionable, very immature tween girl, you could possibly fall for it as being real. Okay. Or if you're a girl with possible severe mental illness. Right. Um, so that's what we're dealing with with Morgan and Anissa. They really is they they take this as real. I don't know if they start believing it's real or if they convince each other that it's real or if they read enough stuff online. But to them, it's real. So it seems impossible to think that. But let's talk about tween girls for a minute. Oh, God. I thought I was going to marry Justin Timberlake. (laughs) Like, fully. Uh I don't know if it's our hormones or what is happening to our bodies at this time. But when you... 
want to believe something, when you are passionate about something at this age, fucking I dare you to be the wall trying to stand in the way of that kid. Correct. Also, there's a weird thing between girls where they want to be edgy. Oh, yeah. And they want to be rebellious. It's testy. And they want to be maybe like a little dark. And we're too fucking smart at that age in comparison to fucking boys. I mean, let's just be real. And so we're like manipulative and the shit that we come up with and can get away with. Yeah. It's It's, crazy. It's a fine line. It's a weird fine line between girls over like something to be concerned about and tween girls just being normal. Yeah. You and I and our friends did all kinds of weird shit as tweens. Oh, yeah. Played hide and seek and you had fucking butcher knives on you (laughs) or like tag in a dark house. Like just like just on the edge of inappropriate. But we never went to an inappropriate place with it because we were like sane people from like, you know, whatever. Right. So... It is a fine line between girls of like even stuff like playing um, stiff as a board, light as a feather at right. sleepovers, right? Doing like fake like seances and Ouija boards, absolutely. And, like I said, weird games of hide and seek. Mm-hmm. Like it is a weird line that you walk between girls. My daughter, who a couple years ago, so I guess maybe when she was like nine. She had a friend. We'll call her Becky. Becky was definitely the odd one out in class. She was definitely the odd girl. And of course, Lila became friends with her. Right. And they had a lot of the same interests. They both loved to draw. They both loved art. They both liked all that stuff. Fantasy stuff, anime, whatever. Becky was also a habitual liar. And I understand mm-hmm. that she lied because she wanted attention. Whether she wasn't getting enough at home or she wasn't getting enough at school, she lied about fucking everything. Yeah. And my kids were just young enough to like believe it. Right. And I'm like, you really think that Becky's dad is the inventor of Minecraft and she has a special like Minecraft pass that lets her be invisible in your yeah. Minecraft world. Like this is the stuff she would tell them. And they were like, well, she says that this, this and this and that's proof. And I'm like she's lying you guys right. um you know god bless her and i would explain and that's what's so precious about children and so devastating to take away from them is this trust that they have in the right p- but they need to know that they can't trust oh, of people of course like they that. do no that of course they do i'm just saying it's devastating that this is the world that we because live like in. outside yeah. of their friend circle once you start getting into like adults <laughs> This is how kids get like molested. Oh, I know. Trust. I know. It's so fucking devastating. And I explained to her why Becky might be lying about things. And trust me, I come from a very empathetic place. I used to lie all the time because I came from a very broken home. And I was very different from all my classmates who came from like reasonable, good upper middle class you homes. You got to paint a picture. And I came from a completely different mm-hmm. household. And so I would lie all the time. Mm-hmm. So I completely understood where she was coming from. But I still had to explain to my kids, like, she's lying. Of course. Just take what she says with a grain of salt. Of so course. that leads us to a thing that happened when my kids were, well, when Lila was around nine called the Momo Challenge. Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. So Momo, very much like Slender Man. Let me take a drink of my deadly drink here. 
I love Momo versus Slenderman. Momo also looks very creepy. She's got like a weird creepy face and like stringy brown hair. And I don't even know what the challenge was. It was something about Momo was basically telling these kids to do like A, B, and C, and it would lead to like them killing themselves. Yes. And some poor little kid did end up killing themselves. And I don't know if that was directly because of air quote Momo or if that child already had like mental health issues or depression or whatever. pushed it. Mm -hmm. But all the parents were up in arms, just like the parents of Slenderman ended up being just up in arms, terrified. And so Lila's friend Becky was over, I think for like a sleepover. Mm -hmm. And they were talking about... um, They were talking about Momo, but they were talking. She was talking to my kid about it in a very glamorous way. Of course. And like now there was all the stories behind Momo, just like Slenderman. And I'd already seen the Slenderman documentary. So this was all in the back of my mind. Oh, yeah. And all these stories and urban myths about Momo and how real it was. And this is why it was real. And here's all the proof of why it was real. And then they started talking. She was talking about the like getting kids to kill themselves almost in I feel like, like not a glamorous way, but like a nonchalant way. <clears throat> oh, yeah. And I put it, I stopped it in his tracks. Of I said, I get it. And we all know it's fake. Right, yes. kids? Like, we all know this is fake. This isn't real. I know that you guys are just like being creative or whatever. I'm like, but in this house, we're not going to We're not talking about it. killing ourselves in a nonchalant way. That's a very serious thing that really happens to people. It's tragic and it's sad and mm. it's not something that we just like. Right talk about so casually and becky had a problem with it and she had a little bit of a tood with me about it and the next time she came over she tried talking about that stuff again and lila asked her a question and i was standing right there in the kitchen and she went oh well we actually can't talk about that because your mom won't let us oh that's right you're correct we're not talking about that Mm -hmm. and um you know unfortunately becky moved and Lila, she moved like, you know, quite a bit. I think she moved to like a different state. So I don't know how I would have handled it if their friendship would have progressed. Ugh. But I saw a lot. There's a lot of like parallels in there. Of course. Where it's like, where do you draw the line of like, oh, they're just being creative and like reading about these air quote stories or like how much are they going to take that serious? Yep. How much are they going to believe? And I feel like these come up every couple years totally yeah with the internet yes it's always a new thing because i feel like i remember a trend even after that i can't remember the name but the same thing it's like within eight days it's like the ring yeah oh yeah Uh uh-huh it's always something something so i just i told that story because i can to a certain extent relate to of course and like i said with us and the stuff we were into at this age to a certain extent, I get it. And also, these girls, Morgan and Anissa, from what I've heard and from what I saw um, of their interviews, we're talking about very immature girls. These girls are not acting the way we acted in sixth grade B. Mm-hmm. They are still pretending that they're kitty cats. And they're still like in this real like heavy fantasy role play imaginative world yeah. that is just very interesting to me. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. So that's where we're at with Morgan and Anissa and Slenderman. Yes. Okay. Another sip. How vulnerable these girls are to this concept, the belief in it. Yes. Like I said, most people know Slenderman's fake. Morgan, 
on the other hand, definitely believes that Slenderman is sending messages to her. Okay. To be her pro- to be his proxy. Okay. And that her and Anissa can be his proxy. Proxies. And of course she believes that if they don't listen to him, he's gonna kill their family. Yeah. Families. Um so they decide to sacrifice their best friend, Peyton. Right. The girls end up going back and forth so much and and getting involved in what they call uh hold on. They call it a what is it called? Not a fleur de lis. That's what's in That's in France. A folie adieu. <laughs> a what? Folie adieu, B. You would be obsessed with folie adieu. Folie adieu is when two people end up sharing like like a psychotic or like a psychosis like mind frame. What? Like so basically a delusion. When two okay. people can believe in the same delusion and act uh, out on it, it's a folly ado. Wow. So what starts off as this thing that Anissa introduces Morgan to, which is Slenderman, and them doing all this like deep dive into YouTube and Reddit and creepy pasta mm-hmm. and all these sites that like back up the claims of Slenderman right. to um, Morgan's hallucinations They're about Slenderman. The same fantasy. They end up sharing uh, the same disillusions, yes. and they end up acting on it, and that's wow. a folly to do. Wow! They plan on this. They start planning it in December of what they're going to do, and they refine their plan down to Morgan's birthday party, which is happening at the end of May. Mm-hmm. So they invite Peyton to Morgan's birthday party. They're going to go to the roller rink and then they're going to have a sleepover. The original plan is that when it's time for the sleeping part of the sleepover, that they'll kill Peyton and take off to the woods to be reunited with Slenderman and live in his mansion. Totally. No putting bras in the freezer no. or hands in a glass of water. Or penis, we're, writing penis on your yeah, face. Yeah, Sharpie on the face. Nope, we're, we're cutting a bitch. Got yes. it. Let's do it. Great. Got it. On May 30th, what I say? 2000, do you remember? 14, 16? 14? 14. That's what I remember. 14. May 30th, 2014, they start their sleepover party by going to the roller rink, all three girls. Um, Morgan and Anissa have already packed their backpacks with granola bars and changes of clothes and water bottles and whatever. They're prepared. They go to the roller rink. Peyton's having the time of her life. She's so happy to be there for her BFF's birthday. She's great at roller skating, so she's off just like partying, vibing, Can't relate. doing her thing. Can't relate. <laughs> Me neither. I would be out there hugging on the wall. On the wall. Or with like a walker. On the wall. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, don't they have like literal walkers? Like little things to shuffle you along? Yeah, Wyatt just went to his. So his best friend got invited to a birthday party to a kid that like he's only met at her house. Mm-hmm. Like a family friend of hers, but they invited him along too. And yeah, I was at a roller skating rink and it was both of their first times at the roller skating rink. And so both him and his best friend, who's a girl, had the walkers. Yes, and they, they were, are. <laughs> they're actually, that's what I'm saying. They're and like, I wasn't there to see it, but yeah. I like to think about it. I think oh it's so cute gosh. that they're out there with their little walkers. Whew. I kind of want to get dressed up as an old person and just. Like, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, anywho, they're at the roller skating rink. Peyton's having the time of their, her life. Morgan and Anissa are plotting and planning. Okay. Um, 
they get back home, they do the sleepover, and they actually don't go through with the plan in the middle of the night because Morgan said that she basically, quote, wanted her to have like one more good morning, like one more nice morning of life. Yeah. Oh, oh, thanks. Thoughtful. They do their sleepover. They wake up the next day. They have breakfast. They play like we're talking about girls who are in middle school and are still playing with dolls, are still playing dress up. Yeah, it's that might be normal for B and I. That's not normal. Whoa. What happened to my dolls? (laughs) Yeah. And actually, that happened to one of the girls' dolls, either Anissa or Morgan. I can't remember which one, but would take the heads off their Barbies. Yeah. And the parents were like, eh. That's what girls do. I regret all the horrific things I did to my Barbies. Because they're worth money now? No, because Violet loves Barbies. Oh, yeah. And all the cool shit I had and all this, all the toys that she would still love to play with. Oh, yeah. my God. People, listen up. Barbies are timeless. They're the best. If they never you want to have style. a girl, you're going to end up playing with Barbies or a boy who wants to play with Barbies. They're fucking timeless. They're the best. Yeah. And Barbie, independent woman, that's actually a great documentary. I think it's on, it's either on Netflix or Hulu. There's a documentary about Barbie. Okay. And it's a great documentary. It goes into, I think it's called Tiny Shoulders. Mm-hmm. And it goes into the past of Barbie, but then it also goes into the future of Barbie and the woman who's kind of in charge of trying to make these big creative decisions, like the decision to make more like different bodied Barbies. I remember my Barbies being better quality. All my toys so Barbies better. were better quality. But I just mean that she's made the choice to make like different races of Barbies oh, and of different course. like bodies of Barbies. Yeah. Like my daughter does. My oldest daughter does not play with Barbies anymore. But right before she stopped playing with Barbies, she got like a thicker, like curvy Barbie. Right. We named her Melissa. She yeah. was brunette and she was obsessed with her. Right. She was like, because my daughter's like a little bit of a thicker girl. And uh, she was like, oh, yeah. Right. This w- looks like me. Absolutely. So and I know that they have like Barbies like in wheelchairs now. I think they even have like a Barbie with like an insulin pump, mm-hmm. which I really appreciate. Of course. Um, so the documentary is about the past of Barbie and then the future of Barbie and these like new creative decisions they're making. Great documentary. You'll love it. I don't know how we got on a Barbie I'm tangent. I'm sorry. <laughs> but Barbies are great. It's because of the horrible things the I horrific did. Things to you did to your Barbies. Barbies. And one of these girls did do the same thing to her Barbies. And okay, so and to be fair, I had a teacher keep one of those fucked up Barbies. So there you go. As a like a I, it was a project. I did Joan of Arc and I did like a diorama, right? Great. Yeah. Should we do Joan of Arc one day? That's not true crime, is it? That's history. I know. What, are we going to dip into history? (laughs) Oh, my God. That's going to be episode 240 when we're out of things to do. I mean, technically, there are. Yeah, I mean. I mean, it could be crimes against humanity. Oh, fuck. What are we even talking about right now? Anyways, stop. Stop. So they wake up the next day. They play dress up. They okay. play dolls. Dolls. Great. There we go. Fantastic. There we go. Rambling Bailey about and dolls. I would have been fucking drunk at 12 years old. So who are we to judge mm-hmm. what they're doing? Mm-hmm. Um, and then eventually Morgan asks her mom if they can all go to the park. There we go. Normally, Morgan's mom would have said no mm-hmm. because they're not supervised. But she's like, eh. You guys, it's your birthday. You guys are like 12. 
fine. You yeah. can go to the park. Before they go to the park, of course, Morgan slips out one of the kitchen knives, mm. hides it under her shirt, and they're off to the park. Mm-hmm. They get to the park. They're playing around, doing whatever it is they're doing. They go to the bathroom. Morgan slams Peyton's head into the wall. Damn. Trying to knock her unconscious because she heard that it's easier to kill unconscious people. Okay. I, I would assume that that would also be true. Doesn't work. Yeah. So Peyton, bless her heart, shakes it off. Ooh, it and was an accident? I don't know what Peyton was thinking. Right? But she's like, uh, whatever. They And I mean, what are you going to do? You're alone in a park with these two fucking weirdos. <sighs> So they go off to play hide and seek in the woods. Anissa suggests to Peyton to like hide on the ground, mm. lay on the ground, mm-hmm. cover yourself in sticks and leaves. Mm-hmm. And that's like a great hiding spot. Yeah. So that's what she suggests. Peyton does it. And then here comes Peyton's best friend in the whole world, Morgan, mm-hmm. where Anissa tells Morgan Finally, to, quote, go ballistic, go crazy. And then Morgan jumps on her best friend and pins her down and proceeds to stab her 19 times. 19 times? 19 times. Stop it. Stop it right now. On the forest floor. Fuck you. Peyton obviously is in shock. You think? She can't see. She can't walk. She can barely breathe. Oh, my God. The girls tell her, just stay here. We're going to go get help. And they take off. And as soon as they leave, Peyton, this little badass is like, fuck you guys. Why would you go get help? One of you tried to smash my head in and the other one stabbed me 19 times. She's all, fuck y'all. She crawls out of the woods onto a trail like a path. Savage. She finally collapses and a man named Greg Steinberg, who's on a peaceful bike ride (laughs) into the park. Thank you, Greg, for your peaceful bike ride. (laughs) Finds this 12-year-old girl covered in and blood. Covered. Could you imagine? Bleeding from her fucking 19 wounds. Yep. So he calls 911. They get her on ambulance, rush her to the hospital, oh get her into emergency surgery. But before she goes into surgery, she talks to someone and tells them exactly what happened Shut and who did Before this. she goes into surgery. Before she goes into surgery, she okay. tells them what happened. So here I am. I'm Greg. And I'm on my bike ride and I'm la 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 and I see this girl. I see, I'm immediately thinking serial killer on the right. loose. Serial Not like pedophile. 12 year old. You know who I pictured was my husband because he's constantly on bike rides through the park. Oh yeah, for sure. And I'm like, Lou would for, for sure found this girl. For sure. For sure would have found <laughs> this girl. And no, but you see that and you think like some large man attacking some young girl you don't some creepy Mm -hmm. pedophile yeah so they did she had damage to her internal organs to her liver and to her stomach but get this they were a human hairs width away from hitting her arterial wall of her heart which would have killed her she was a hair width away from dying yeah she makes it she survives that's so crazy Yes. Meanwhile, police are out searching for 
Morgan and Anissa. Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Yeah. Anissa's mom finds like a kind of like a goodbye note typed out on Anissa's cell phone. Okay. That kind of like leads to them to like figure out kind of where they're looking. Right. The girls are headed into like northern Wisconsin deep in the woods where they think Slenderman's mansion is. Why they think Slenderman lives in a mansion in Wisconsin beyond me. Yeah. But they're 12 and 12 year old girls can be kind of fucking dumb sometimes. Right. Of course. But I'm like, why would Slenderman live in Wisconsin of all places? Anywho. Hmm. Hmm. Um, so they find the girls walking on the side of the highway trying to get to Slenderman's oh. mansion. Okay. Um, the girls confess immediately. Awesome. And you can watch these confession tapes on YouTube. Okay. You can see just how immature and possibly mentally ill these girls are. <sighs> it is a trip. Morgan especially is a fucking trip. Even the pictures they have. Like there's pictures of all three of them at the skating rink. Yeah. And there's pictures of her and Peyton, at, you know, through the years as they were friends. And Peyton's always like bright eyed, bushy tailed, yeah. smiling sweet girl and Morgan I mean it's I know that they did horrific things but you can see even in those early pictures of Morgan she just looks so dead behind the eyes right. her eyes are half open and she looks like she is half with it yeah. at all times and so I don't know why her parents never like did any kind of intervention with her especially if her dad is a schizophrenic. At some Obviously. point, you think that she would, you would get her to a doctor. Yeah, I'm not telling other people how to parent, but I mean, I just feel like I would look at one picture of her next to her best friend and see the difference and be like, mm, maybe Even, she should talk to somebody. Right, like this is my child at her happiest. Right, and she looks half out of it at all mm-hmm. times. Um, so yeah, they confess right away. You can watch the confessionals on, um the confession tapes on YouTube, the interrogation tapes. It's very interesting. Um, Very much worth your watch. So they show no remorse whatsoever. And this is actually something else that they saw in Morgan at early age. I said that they saw like she was having hallucinations or whatever. Morgan's also had a very long history of not showing empathy. Uh Um, From a very young age, she hasn't shown empathy. And she shows no empathy now. Okay. And both girls kind of show no remorse, no empathy, whatever. Awesome. So um, they do a search of Morgan's, of both of the girls' room, but Morgan's room, her bedroom, and her locker at school are like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pictures and stories of Slenderman. She's obsessed. It's like an obsessive amount of artwork. Yeah. They also look on her computer and they find thousands of internet searches for like how to get away with murder how to murder somebody how to kill somebody both girls are charged with attempted first degree intentional homicide they're charged as adults wow they're facing up to 65 years in prison each both end up pleading guilty morgan is finally diagnosed as schizophrenic okay um, she is found not criminally responsible due to her mental health, and she is sentenced to 40 years in a mental institution. Anissa is also found, I don't know if it's like not guilty, but she is 
um, they say that she has a shared psychotic disorder, okay. which is kind of what we were talking about, the folly ado. Yeah. Um, and she is sentenced to 25 years in a mental institution. At the end of her trial, Morgan says, quote, I just want to let Bella and her family know I'm sorry. I never meant for this to happen. Peyton, on the other hand, is thriving. She does have trust issues. Yeah. She has a hard time trusting new friends. Of course. New people. I can't imagine why. So why were the girls charged as adults? And I don't know if they were charged as adults. I don't. I think because of like how bad the crime was. Okay. But in the end, I don't think that mattered because. They got reduced because of the mental Mental state. health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Peyton, like I said, she, she's doing great besides the trust issues. She graduated high school in 2020 Mm -hmm. and she wants to go into the medical field because she was inspired by all the nurses and doctors that saved her life. She wants to go to the medical field. She also wants parents to know she was interviewed on that ABC news special. Okay. As a, I think she was 17 when she was interviewed. Um, she wants parents to like. Not only like watch what your kids are doing online, mm-hmm. but like Anissa's parents were watching what she was doing online. But she wants parents to have like very real conversations with their kids of what's true, what's false, right. what's fact, Set what's boundaries. fiction. Mm-hmm. And just know that what you're looking at is all fake. Yes. So but for the most part, for everything that's happened to her, Peyton's doing great. Um, the other two are still institutionalized. They've had they're they've tried to appeal the families have tried to appeal to get them charged as minors Mm -hmm. so that answers your question a little bit they were charged as air quote adults yeah even though they're an institution i thought that was yeah it was interesting so they're both of their families have um appealed to get them recharged as minors those appeals so far have been denied but I'm sure they'll keep doing whatever they're doing. So on August 12th, Wisconsin Governor Scott Walker, as uh, this is uh, this is August 2014, um, basically made August 13th Purple Hearts for Healing Day um, for Sweet Peyton. He says Purple Hearts for Healing Day. Um, encourages the people of Wisconsin to wear purple hearts on that day to honor the victim of the stabbing um, and to praise her strength and determination exhibited during her recovery. Absolutely. More importantly, Bailey, you are going to love this. I and can't wait. This is the city of Madison, Wisconsin, held a one-day bratwurst festival to honor Peyton on August 29th, um, several days before Peyton returned to school. Hot dogs and bratwursts were sold to raise money toward the victim's medical costs, to Peyton's medical costs. Incredible. The event was run by over 250 volunteers and raised over $70,000 for Peyton. Yeah, because who doesn't love a good wiener? I knew you would love that. I'm like, oh my God, they held a bratwurst festival. Fucking bratwurst. Hot so dogs, many so many and it's the most wisconsin thing i've ever heard that of it's incredible so there you go that is the story <laughs> of the slender man stabbings that's the highlight of the whole fucking episode the bratwurst festival i knew you would appreciate the bratwurst festival of course so what do you think of that case 
So the fucking mansion and all that shit, like the the legend that you're coming with is not the legend in the movies. Yeah. I'm sure there's lots of different rabbit holes for Slender Man yeah. that have been taken because mm-hmm. he's not fucking real. And so people can just make up whatever they want. Yeah. And to be fair, so I did a 28, <clears throat> excuse me, a 2018, I believe a 2013 and like a 2016 movie. Okay. And so the 2018, the most well-known with the one known actress, um, it's I'm trying to, it's like the closest, I guess you would say, but none of the movies want to touch what actually happened. I don't think any of the movies have to do with right the true crime case. No, but they be- just are about Slenderman. No, but because of like it coming out in 2018 or whatever, the because it was close enough to what had happened, people were like, really? Is it necessary? Like, you yeah. really feel the need to put this movie out? And they're like, it has nothing to do with you. And they're like, but it does mm-hmm. because you're referencing this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, even though it's not about this case, it does still affect us. Right. So that's the only thing that I'm like trying to get at. So with the 2018 movie, even though it's not about the actual case or like reference anything about it, it still hit really close to home for them, and they did have an issue with it. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it is tied together somewhere. Yeah, they they were not happy about it. Fantastic. And that was not an issue with the 2016 and obviously the 2013, because I believe that's... That happened before. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get into it. Okay, so I want to note real quick. So for Silence of the Lambs, mm-hmm. remember, I was supposed to have like... 16 or like 18 pages of notes but i forgot you forgot them that's right and you went you just went for it It it's very impressive right so three movies i think i have eight total pages Mm -hmm. perfect (laughs) so i just thought that was so funny i was like cracking myself up about it and how many pages did i have tonight i had Three pages of handwritten scribble notes. Woo! Most of what I told you, I barely looked at my notes at all. We're I have re- to be honest. And I think it, it was your best yet. And that's what you... What? Been, yeah. And I think that's what you've been going for. I'm trying. The more I work, the less writing I do for the podcast. But I think it's good because basically what I do is I listen to other podcasts. Right. In like, the morning when I'm doing my makeup. Mm-hmm. So it's just like in my brain. Yeah. And then the day, usually the day of our podcast, I'll just write down the notes of like dates, times, names. But I've already been doing like a few days of kind of like listening and getting it, you know, in the right. brain. Yeah. Ready to go. Ooh. Mm. That would be the new game thing. A water bottle crackling noise. All right. So Slenderman, Slenderman. 2018. We've got four high school BFFs. Mm-hmm. Haley, Ren, Chloe, and Katie. Okay. Right? They overhear that the boys are like getting together to do some crazy shit. They're summoning some guy or whatever, but it's like top secret boy shit. Right? Oh. So the... Girls are going to have a girls night at Katie's house because her dad is a fucking drunk piece of shit. <laughs> I was going to say a cop. No. He's a drunk piece of shit. Okay. So they know they can do just about anything they fucking want. We'd be there. 
Of course. We would fucking. My parents were the drunk pieces mm-hmm. of shit. Come on over. We'd be there. My parents are too busy doing meth to care what we're doing. So they want to do their own Slender Man. Okay. Bullshit. And I don't know if this is going to come up in your Slender Man movies. I gave a brief description of him, but a lot of the times he also has tentacles. Oh, Something girl. to keep in mind. I When we were going over our rules, I thought about making tentacles one of Tentacles. Them. I know. And I didn't even mention the fact that he had tentacles. No, I know. And that's why I was like... Because the original Slender Man does not have tentacles. Okay. But very quickly after that Photoshop contest they picture, him. they start putting tentacles on him. And my guess what, you guys? My look does not have anything to do with fucking tentacles. And sometimes... Slender Man's just a very tall man. That's mm-hmm. the, the OG Slender Man is a very tall, slim, like unnaturally tall dude. But then sometimes he's like taller than the trees. I know. And, <laughs> you know, it's just whatever. Yeah. So they do their own brief research online and they try to summon him. And I mean, this immediately, I'm like, we would do this. Of course. We would totally do this of if course. this was us in high school. It's like some stupid, or not even high school, like middle school. Of it, course it, we it's would. It's like some Bloody Mary bullshit. Yes, that's what I'm saying. It's a thin line between yeah. what's appropriate and then what goes off into like, oh, these people might be psychotic land. So a week later, they go on a class field trip to a fucking cemetery. Fun. What school? But whatever. I'm, I'm Wait, it's yeah. just a cemetery? There's like no historic significance? I mean, who cares about the historic si- Well, the- like we had the Holocaust field trip, for instance. No. Mm-mm. Nothing like Nothing that. Nothing like that. No. no just a just a cemetery. Katie goes missing. <laughs> Katie's dad, the drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't care because he's too no, drunk. No. Is pissed and accuses... Katie's friends of getting her involved in some like occult shit, which we've had cult stuff going on before last episode. Right. So, yeah. Is this is this a classic case of like the drunk is actually correct about something, but he's too drunk and nobody believes him? Well, so he takes it a little far. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> and tries to attack one of the girls <laughs> and quickly gets the cops called on his ass. Whoops. So, oops. Anywho's. But after hearing what Katie's dad had said, the other girls are starting to piece shit together like, oh, well, maybe, maybe her disappearance has something to do with that summoning. Maybe. Right? Okay. So they steal Katie's laptop. They see that she's been talking to a girl online about a person called the Slender Man. They ask how to get rid of him or how to get their friend back. And the only response is to give up a sacrifice. Okay. So this is our type of Slender Man. And this is the reoccurring through all the movies. And he's emailing them? No, no, no. He's not emailing them. It's people who have seen him. Oh, okay. But the idea that like you have, he takes someone. Yes. And if you want to get them back, you have to give him a sacrifice. There's Got no it. fucking mansion or like him trying to get a protege. Like a maybe con- because that's so crazy. They they were like, no one will believe it in the movie. It's so like bizarre. it's so out there right. that in the movie it'll seem like too much. So the girls give it a try, but they're doing it with like materialistic bullshit. Right? right, like that's not the kind of sacrifice he wants. And he so, doesn't want your coach purse. So they put their fucking blindfolds on, but of course, there's always going to be that one friend that's just like, nope, 
I want to see. Yeah. Like she hears like rustling. It's like, oh, I want to see the Slender Man. It's mm-hmm. like, no. So that goes great. <laughs> she fucking takes off and the other girls freak out. And so they go th- running through the woods and fuck everything up. And uh, they find Chloe. And even though she acts cool, you can tell that she's not like something's going on with her. She's the one who went missing? Correct. And they found no, her. No, not the no. Katie's the one that went missing. She's the one that just took off. Chloe. Oh, she's she's yeah, the yeah. one that like went she peeked through the blindfold and she's and like she runs. Yes. Sorry. So they run off to find her. Got it. Mm-hmm. But Chloe eventually stops coming to class. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. And we see her at home thinking like that the slender man is choking her but when she sees herself in the mirror she's actually choking herself oh interesting mm-hmm. when her two friends go to check on her she's pretty much insane just like on the edge right the slender man has pushed her so far that she's basically insane Fantastic. so we've got these girls ren and Haley, who have been- i love the name ren by the way i know W R E N. Because you can't do R E N because then it's like no. Ren and Stimpy. Exactly. So they've been fine, but they start to see images now at this oh. point. So they're seeing it when they're awake, asleep? Awake. Okay. So, like, for instance, Ren is in the library doing research when, see- when she has her experience. Mm-hmm. And Haley is trying to fuck some d- boy. Okay. <laughs> when she can't get the Slender Man out of her head and it, you know, really fucking ruins everything. Yeah. So there you go. Um, Haley's sister ends up suffering a major panic attack and she's screaming like he has no face. She ends up hospitalized and Haley's like, obviously, she knows exactly what's going on. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, it's the slender man and so she hacks into the computer and sees that it was ren that introduced Haley's sister to the slender man again what a like, bitch. i know so she goes to ren's house to confront her the door is wide open she goes up slender man's waiting for her. ren's basically about to jump out the window oh when Haley convinces her, like, we'll get through it, whatever. But Slender Man shows up with his fucking tentacles. Yes. And pulls that bitch out the window. Okay. Okay. And how tall is he? So, I mean, he's like, it depends. When he's in the woods, he is. He's like blending in with the trees. But like if he's out the window, you're just seeing him from like torso with like long extended weird tentacle mm-hmm. arms. Like he's he, a shapeshifter. He, he gives me a lot of Pennywise vibes. Yeah. Okay. Right? Like Pennywise always changes. Sometimes Pennywise is huge and sometimes Pennywise is normal. Yeah. If he fits the scene, whatever it may be. Um. Anyways. Haley runs from the house into the woods face to face with the Slender Man. Perfect. Yeah. Go to the woods. Of course. Right. Finds him. Tells him like, look, you can have me if you can release your hold on my sister. Wow. What a great sister. Badass big sister. Yes. Badass big sister, y'all. 
And uh, he, at this point, he uses his fucking weird tentacle arms and they like become one. They like form into one tree. Sounds hot. Yeah. <laughs> That's hot. That's Paris hot. Holden. Hey, Paris. Right? That's hot. And the movie ends with the sister in the hospital screaming because she's still fucking insane and now traumatized for everybody. And now her big sister's a tree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great so, movie. Great movie. The best. <laughs> that's the fastest. That's the fastest movie review you've ever given. So to be fair, I had seen that. Oh, you have? With Nick. Fantastic. Oh, when it came out, mm-hmm. knew it was garbage. So I'm just like. Just to refresh. Yeah, exactly. By the way, what a real, um, man, this is, uh, what do you call it? Like um, representative of this podcast that we have both previously watched movies about Slenderman before years ago. And I watched the documentary about the true crime stabbing and you watched the garbage horror movie about it. That's it. That that's the podcast in a nutshell. It is. That's so funny. This is why we're here, people. This is us. So how many knives do you give it? Two. Dang. I know. It's been a while since someone got a two knife review. It's, they're just not good. Okay, fair enough. Okay. Do you want 2013 or do you want 2016? <laughs> I literally don't care. What's next in your pages? 13. Then give it to me. So this was the year before I, the stabbing. Yes. And I want to say, since we made the Paris Hilton reference just a minute ago, mm-hmm. I listened to one of her podcasts this week. She has a podcast? She does. Fantastic. Uh, so after she did her movie, her documentary or whatever. Yeah. Which we have talked about a thousand episodes this ago. Is, Go find it. This is Paris or whatever. She started. Excuse me. So that's perfect timing because... Um, I know last week we said to drink every time you heard us burp because we were only drinking seltzers. You belched into the microphone, straight into the microphone, like three times. You yell at me for not talking into the microphone. I can't take it away from my mouth. I know, but the it was... You can't have everything, bitch. Yes, you can't can. have your cake and eat it too, When cut. you edit the podcast, yes, you can. Because the aggressive belching right into my ears as I was editing it was so harsh. I would have loved to have heard that. We need like a, what is Unedited it? A, a bloopers? Yeah. A bloopers? It was, I saved your guys' ears because Bailey really let you have it last week. And I was like, mm, that's a lot. It's aggressive. So there you go. Hold on, guys. It's so quiet because Bailey's trying to pour more wine. I'm ashamed. Of yourself? No. <laughs> Never. That I edited it, 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 it out. It's right. We've got to finish this wine. Dude, that first drink was so strong. I see you pouring more wine into my glass than yours. I've already had more. I've already stopped and topped mine off. I know. Well, I've been trying to get through your fucking it's gasoline good. drink. good. All right. Let's hit the Slender Man. Now we're on to the Slender Man. <laughs> 2013. So you think I'm skinny? It's <laughs> our TikTok reference. Oh, I totally glossed over Paris Hilton. 
Oh yeah, what was about Paris Hilton? Anyways, her podcast. It, so I chose to listen to her and Whitney Cummings mm-hmm. because it came up on my TikTok. Mm-hmm. It made me giggle, so I listened to it. And I just happened to notice that even though she has more followers, and like we've got about the same amount of episodes, and obviously she does like a ton or whatever, like our listens are fairly similar. And I was very surprised. She oh. ob- she has a lot of other shit going on. Yes. Yes, clearly. But I'm like, all right, her podcast isn't quite there yet. For now. Yeah. Until next week when it jumps up to 150,000 listens an episode. I know. But I enjoyed the one with her and Whitney Cummings, the one I listened to. What's his name? Edward Furlong. Do you remember him? I love Edward I Furlong. Know. So. I mean, I used to before he was a crackhead. Okay. So. Is it's, he still a crackhead? It's the end of her podcast and she's got like questions uh-huh. that she wants to ask. And that's one of the questions is like, is he still a crackhead? No. Oh. <laughs> Who was your like childhood crush or whatever? Yes. And she's like, oh my God, back in Whitney? the day. Yes. Whitney Cummings. She's like back in the day, Edward Furlong for us was For like, sure. Our Timothy Edward Chalamet. Furlong, like Terminator days. Yes. Fine. Yes. Him and even like American History X days was super fine, even though he's a Nazi. Right. No. And they even joked like, oh, and then versus recently where he's trying to like release lobsters to like <laughs> save them. Yeah. God bless him. Oh, uh, and so addiction. But the best part, drug. the best part, though, is so Whitney is like confessing like, yeah, he was my everything. He was like my childhood crush. I would have done anything. And Paris is like, yeah, I dated him. Stop. No. She did? She was like 19 or something. Oh, my God. I, I, she, there's her laugh and the whole thing and the awkwardness. What did Whitney say? She was like, stop. Like, I can't, ah. like, yeah, no, it was so good to be caught on because, so the middleman, the middleman doesn't even know who he is. He's, like, looking him up on Google, like, do you even know who this guy is, Paris? And Paris is just, like, yeah. The middle, like, the producer, whoever. Like, whoever guy. co-hosts Paris' oh, okay. um, podcast. Yeah, 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 I don't know who he is. Okay, fine. But, yeah, he really, like commands the show she's kind of just like on the side she's quite he's running it and then she's Mm -hmm. just throwing her two cents in so he's like paris is looking over at her like do you even know who this edward for she's like oh do i know no and she like looks off to the side and just laughs like yeah i fucking know who he is that's hilarious and whitney's all like yeah he was like our timothy chalamet like our equivalent and paris is like yeah, yeah i know i dated that him. is and exactly Whitney's like right. are you fucking kidding amazing <laughs> incredible queen. queen as we've discussed before. queen paris of course she knows who he is you peasant right you think paris doesn't know who that is i know she knows who everybody is <laughs> sweetie the queen yeah, of course. Actually, saying that our Timothy Chalamet, that's a perfect reference because it's that kind of like emaciated mm-hmm. white boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. By the way. Spe- oh, 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 sorry. I was going to say, speaking of emaciated <laughs> white boy. That's like- Back to Slenderman. <laughs> that's way better. Yeah, we'll just go with that. Yep. <laughs> speaking of emaciated white boys, tell me about Slenderman. The... Slenderman. The Slenderman. Put some respect on his name now. The oh, Slenderman. So now we're getting into my favorite found footage style. Oh, <laughs> Love it. 
I've got an interesting take on the whole thing. So we see a father and a son playing baseball in an open field in like a wooded area. Great. My husband and son on any typical weekend in any part of the town we live. It's very woodsy. Okay. Like really woodsy. Okay. Okay. So they're in like a clearing. We're feeling like like uh, East Coast vibes. Yes. New England, East Coast. Because dad hits the ball into the woods and tells, you know, hey, son, go get it. Mm -hmm. But hey, be careful out in the woods or whatever. (laughs) Be careful. I'm not going to go with you to make sure you're safe. But just like be careful out there. Well, son never comes back. Yeah, that's what happens. Okay. We've got our two older teens, Chase and Emma, mm-hmm. who are dealing with the death of their father. Uh, so they're siblings. They are. Mm-hmm. And while cleaning up his things, they come across these files on his computer mm-hmm. that are about these missing children. Mm. All right. Suspicious. Very, very sus. (laughs) As the kids would say. So these disappearances are from like 10 years prior or whatever. So they contact this guy, Kyle, who was a police officer, a detective on the case. (laughs) I know. It's so fucking ridiculous. Okay. Okay. At the time. Stop it. At the time. And now. Stop it. I have to say something. He's a private investigator. (laughs) Okay, now you can say something. Okay, B and I have a neighbor, Kyle, who we love very much. I think he got a haircut. What? I I, haven't seen him. I know. I think I could be wrong. So Kyle is a very dear part of our neighborhood. He's been here before any of us. He is our neighborhood PI. He, but he takes the protection of this street very seriously. Do you remember the story about Nick's sister, Alethea and Cyrus? Yes, yes. Nick B's husband's sister, our favorite sister. Correct. Was like, you know, she's a busy woman. She's got places to be. And she was like speeding down the street. And what did he do, B? So he like chased them down (laughs) (laughs) to the point where he was like, slow down, like stop. And like scared Cyrus to the point where Cyrus thought that he was like gonna follow them yeah back to their house and like assault them because he is a grown man with a bit of a pot belly yes think of hagrid yeah right on a smaller scale shorter yeah much shorter but like the wild crazy curly dark and it's not even that it's the clothes he, I don't know what's going on with his shirts. He's got a lot of it's, shirts with holes. It's because he's always doing work. He's, he is, work, he's working his ass off. He works. If in, he's not working on Angie's yard or is it, I think her name's Margaret. What's her name? Martha? No. The point is, is that he does he's yard constantly, work. He's working on everyone's yard. All of the elderly neighbors. All the cars, all the garbages, he's everything. He's doing all he's of it. He's busting his ass. He's mowing yards. He's yeah. laying down tan bark. He's making sure the garbage cans are pulled out. He's making sure all of our houses are safe. If there is somebody who doesn't recognize. But when you come from a bougier area and you see that, you think like, 
oh my gosh, you don't know this guy that's chasing you. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you don't know this guy chasing you down the street with like a holy t-shirt and sweatpants. It was like, slow down, slow down. And he's just doing it for the good of the neighborhood because he's a good person. Slow because he doesn't want you to hit somebody's child or cat or. At the time, we didn't have a speed bump. We didn't have the potholes filled or anything. Right. Right. So that's our Kyle. Oh, my God. So when you're talking about Kyle, I start laughing. Oh, my God. He's the best. He's the best. When we first moved in, we had to, I mean, it was like right before we got married. We had to what? We had to have people obviously come and check on the dogs and the chickens while we were gone. Mm -hmm. And he like came up to every one of them. It's yeah. like, who are you? Who are what you? What are you doing? What's happening? Well, yes. And then when we got home, we got a full list of everything that had happened. Love well, it. Yeah. I know. I love the security. I know. Exactly. He's also, he works at like a, like a paper mill or like a paper factory. Right. And he knows about how artistic your kids are. Yes. So paper. he brought us a whole like huge roll yeah. of just white paper. It was great. It lasted and my he, kids like And because two of years. that, he also works like weird graveyard shifts. So he's our neighborhood watch. And he keeps me in check because if, trust me, if I see him or him in his car, because he's always coming home when I'm taking my kids to school. Yeah. He's coming home from his right. shift. I slow my ass down. Uh-huh. Guess who's going seven miles an hour? Yep. Me. Yep. I'm going, even it's so annoying sometimes because I'm running late doesn't and I want to like it doesn't matter. zip out of there and then I see his car come like, onto nope. our court and I'm like, not slow it down to four miles an hour. So he's not upset. <laughs> Amazing. He's such a good influence. He is. He, he slows my ass down <clears throat> every day. So private and guest, private and guest. <laughs> private and guest <laughs> Kyle, what if Kyle's one of our four listeners? Would you die? I would. Kyle, if you are, we love you. So much. He's the best. The best. They inform him of this information that they found and that he might be interested in in it. Mm -hmm. So based on the past experience of the cases 10 years ago and the new information with the missing kids. So they so ever since. This boy, Danny, at the beginning in the baseball field has gone missing. Uh-huh. Other children have started to go missing as well. Suspicious. Uh-huh. Exactly. A and mystery. They're similar age, whatever, and in the same area. B, Yo. in a small town, how many kids start going missing before Two. you move? Two. Two go, <laughs> two. two go missing you're out yeah. there. God bless it. Yes. <laughs> at least you go to your parents' house you know, three right. hours away yeah. and wait it out. Two. <laughs> You're like, I'm working remotely. This is me. This is me, Bailey, on the phone yeah. with my boss. I'm working remotely for the foreseeable future uh-huh. until children are stop yeah, going disappearing me. and you figure out why the first two did disappear. <laughs> I will be three hours away. Absolutely. You locked up. Let you, me yeah. know when this works itself out. Yeah, exactly. Amen, sister. I'm with you. I'm at my mom's house chilling. Uh huh. Homeschool. <laughs> yeah, of course. Homeschool. Anything's possible with the internet. Uh huh. Guess what? My with my parents, I don't even have to work. My husband doesn't have to work. I could move into my parents' house and live right now ever and after. live 
fine until you figure this out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So this private investigator figures out, though, based on all the files and everything, that Chase was a kid that went missing 10 years ago. Bum, bum, bum. And he was the only one of the kids that went missing back in the day that got returned. Oh. So what did he do to get returned? Private investigator Kyle believes <laughs> <laughs> that I'm just their dead father. I know. And sweatpants and Crocs and a holy Took the other children as sacrifices. Okay. To give to the Slender Man mm-hmm. to get his kid returned. Uh-huh. And that's why he was returned. No ransom, no explanation, no traces, no nothing. Interesting. Okay. So Emma and Chase in their mailbox, they get this weird like letter that gives them an address like you can find answers here. What does the lettering look like? Just basic. Is it like typed it's hand, out? No, it's handwriting. Cursive. Handwriting. Just okay. Like print. Okay. Print. Print. Not cursive. No. Just like, okay. Yeah. Not sloppy, neat. Just basic print. Okay. I'm just trying to get an image mm-hmm. in my head of how creeped out I would be if I saw the note. No. And so they're intrigued. Like they want to know. So they drive out to this fucking address, mm-hmm. but they do let private investigator kyle no <laughs> okay good <laughs> like we're, we're headed out this way perfect and the guy's like stop like wait till i get there whatever of course they don't so they get out there they knock on the door chase gets stabbed in the stomach <gasps> oh, by dear. missing danny's dad uh-huh and emma obviously trying to save chase gets like knocked out in the meantime they get Dragged downstairs into like a basement, tied to chairs. Oh, nothing creepier than that. Blah, blah, blah. But private investigator Kyle shows up. (laughs) He kills Danny's dad. But Emma and Chase are so like disoriented and confused and don't know who to believe or what's going on. They uh, run out in the fucking woods. Why does everybody run into the woods? Everyone runs into the woods. Has anybody tried falling into the fetal position and crying? Because that's Mm -mm. what I would do. Everyone. Right. I would hug the man. Like, save me. I'd hug anybody. No. Please, somebody, anybody save me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm too weak to do this. Chase, meanwhile, is bleeding out from his fucking gut stab. Ooh. Right. He is not doing well. I mean, if you get stabbed in the gut, you're usually not. Right. He does get taken by the Slender Man. Um, Also, Slender Man does show up. Yes. And what does he look like? Tentacles? No tentacles? No tentacles in this one. He is very tall. Very tall. Very tall. Very slim. Yeah. He's been doing keto. Like long, (laughs) ghostly type arms. It's more so that whenever he's near, the cameras start to glitch. Ooh, uh uh-huh. The audio starts to go out and then you see like this flashing image of this long very um fifth kind. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The audio starts to glitch out. Yes. Perfect. Absolutely. And so Kyle gets to Emma and is like 
bro, we got to get the fuck out of here. Bro, we got to <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> bro, we got to get the fuck out of here. Because either we hang out and try to figure out what happened or we're next. And so she's down. They leave. <laughs> she's down. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, bro, I'm down. Let's get the fuck out of here. No, not only that. <laughs> she jumps on a group chat. <laughs> these kids nowadays i have zero context as far as like time that's passed since Mm -hmm. leaving with detective kyle (laughs) okay that she's on this online chat group Uh she seems fine Uh uh-huh and she's just she's like you guys won't believe my night it's been crazy emoji with the tongue out (laughs) it's been crazy she's no it's like a zoom they can see her Mm -hmm. they're all on these chat cubes or whatever and all the people talking to her are like yo who just came into your room (gasps) and she's like what are you talking about nobody's in the room with me and they're like no who's behind you who's that tall drink of water behind you and her screen goes black Mm -hmm. boom and that's how the movie ends great how many knives one (laughs) (laughs) one knife A one knife review. Is that a, that might be our first ever one knife review, V? I don't know. It can suck a dick. Woo! Strong opinions. So I'm trying to think. Where did, what did I watch that on? Was it Roku? On like, <laughs> no, I watched one on like a tubby. Yeah, like yeah, a, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. So I'm trying to. All right. Slender 2016. Just called Slender? Just Slender. Slender. Oh, and this one's even... I noted this one's the worst of all the three, so... <laughs> oh, my God. It might be even less than a one-night This review. You had asked, like, this might be one of those YouTube movies yeah. that came out, mm-hmm. right? Amateur oh. filmmaker. Mm-hmm. So, a uh, found footage style documentary type Again, movie. right off the bat, yep. he hates it. Off the bat. Two guys wanting to make a movie that will make them famous, get them out of their shitty average, you know... Daily Joe Schmo, Mm -hmm. minimum wage jobs. Joel is the movie mastermind. His friend Dan finds the inspiration for the film. Dan encounters a woman on a train who is fucking out of her mind. Okay. Right. I'm thinking Bart, but it's obviously not Bart. Okay. Right. But that's what I'm envisioning Mm -hmm. when I'm seeing this. She's like rocking. By the way, the train is in the background right now. I'm sure the listeners can't hey. hear it, but the train is tooting in our background. There you go. Uh, how many homeless people did we encounter on BART suffering from mental illness? Just, A thousand. Right? So he sees this woman on this train, like rocking to herself, talking about how her two sons were taken by this man, the slender man, blah, blah, blah how scared she is and he's like this is it this is the inspiration for our movie this is the masterpiece mm-hmm. and i'm like oh my god so fucked up so he approaches the woman with the idea of telling her side of the story mm. right and then they have this weird fucking like movie within a movie mm-hmm. i think it was called something within the shadows or whatever Okay. Where they have the detective from 
her son's missing cases, right? Her two boys did actually get taken. Mm-hmm. And there's people from the case who talk about it and a psychiatrist. This or feels very fifth kind. Oh, my God. Girl, you don't even know. So, according to police and psychiatrist Millie, this woman, the mm-hmm. mom who lost her two boys, has created this figure of the Slender Man in her mind as a coping cope. mechanism. Yeah. To cope with it. Mm-hmm. I'm to here. explain what must have happened, blah, blah, blah. And immediately I'm thinking our last two episodes, like mm-hmm. 37, 38. And then not only that, like Strong Island, Strong Tea. These parents who lose their children and their desperation to just find out what happened doesn't mm-hmm. matter dead or alive we just need to know i'm sure there's a bunch if you go back of parents um chicken ranch yes chicken ranch murders but just the significance how important it is for a parent and how desperate they are when your child's missing just let us know if they're alive, if they're dead. You will do anything. We just want to know. To have that closure. Yeah. And without it. And not that fucking movie that we just watched, me and Nick. Mm-hmm. She, all she needed was that closure. It's the whole point, that yeah. vengeance, because no one fucking cared. Mm-hmm. No one did anything to actually solve the case. Amen. Right. No, it's incredible. So. She's made all this up. This is her coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. And she was off her meds that day. Okay. It happens. Mm-hmm. So obviously neither of them believe her claims about this slender man, but they're like, this is it. We're going to exploit this fucking woman and her bullshit story. And uh-huh. we're going to make a movie. We're going to go it. along with it. Mm-hmm. So they go to her house to start filming. But surprise, surprise. She got her meds fixed. Hey. And she's like, look, I get it. I was fucking crazy that day. I lost my two children. I God don't damn. know. What, what more do you want from me? Exactly. She's like, I'm not going to talk to you about this bullshit. But while they're there, they snoop around her house, find that like the boys rooms never been touched. Mm-hmm. And they do have some drawings that do depict a slender type man. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they're like, we can work with this. Even though she's not going to talk about it, we could still make a movie out of this. Like what this pieces as a, of shit, huh? Oh, yeah. They're real winners. That's what, what I'm saying. This is the garbage. This is why I'm like, the, this is the worst of all of them. I fucking Perfect. So they go home and they do their own research. And they find that this figure is not an internet an internex internex an internex an internet hoax all i want is to be an internex sensation right his story goes way back in mythology different cultures blah 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 according to the legend anyone can be his victim as long as you believe in him but clearly well, then I don't want to believe in him no but clearly it's going to be children because they're going to be more willing to believe in something like that, uh-huh. right? To be manipulated by something like that. Um, but as soon as his name or his image or whatever is in your head, he's going to use it against you to manipulate you. Oh, shit. There's another movie like this. Oh, fuck. All right. Keep going. Sorry. All right. So he's going to twist it to make you believe in him. It's like Freddy Krueger. Yeah. All right. 
So they decide if Millie isn't going to pretend like she doesn't remember, like she told them this whole fucking Slenderman theory, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to scare her into it. Mm. So they hatch this plan to lure her to her missing son's elementary school. Okay. Based on the fact that they've got some bullshit fucking evidence that's somehow going to like help her find her sons. Uh Uh-huh. But really, it's just a way for them to scare her because they've got their very tall, very thin friend, Ryan. Oh. To dress up. Yeah, okay. Like the Slender Man who's supposed to scare her in like this shockumentary. And this is the whole basis of their fucking movie. Right, these pieces of shit. So obviously any parent's going to jump at this opportunity. Like, oh, you might have something. Like, you're actually going to listen to me and believe me. Mm-hmm. So she does show up and she calls them and she's like, what do I do? They're like, hey, by the way, if the power goes out, no big deal. <laughs> but walk down these fucking stairs. They have the whole place rigged with cameras. They watch her walk down the fucking stairs. She reaches the bottom and the camera goes black. <gasps> right. So Dan and Joel are pissed that's their money shot gone yeah the whole fucking movie is ruined but they hear millie scream and so they're like well something happened so they go out to see what's going on they find their friend ryan ryan is stuck to like the stairs like whatever they rigged him to to make him like extra lengthy like Uh his tentacles or whatever he's stuck okay he's like yeah i saw her come down but, like, by the time I went to go scare her, like, she was already fucking running away from me. I have no idea she where. She was already scared. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know where she is or what's going on. So they go up to the parking lot, assuming that she just left, but her car's still there. Mm-hmm. But there's no sign of her. Mm. Okay. So then when Joel and Dan go back downstairs... Ryan, the guy dressed up as the Slender Man and the guy who was doing the audio, they're also gone. Oh, shit. Right? The costume's there and the audio equipment equipment is there, Mm -hmm. but the people are gone. So, when Joel and Dan try to leave, all the doors are locked. Huh? From the outside. That's a bad sign. Yeah. They can't get out. And they get separated. Mm-hmm. So the movie ends basically with Joel, the main piece of shit in the darkness, who's been plotting this whole thing from the beginning. Yep. Like, this isn't real. I don't believe. Blah, blah, blah. But it's not before. Like, it's not long. Like, before the movie ends where everything just cuts to black and all you hear is him just like, you're not real. You're not real. I don't believe you. Blah, blah, blah. That's it. Great. Love it. How many knives? Point five. (laughs) Half. Half Half a knife. Half. Yeah. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. So that was it. Great week. Love it. Okay. Obviously, because I had already seen the first movie and I knew it was garbage, I just, I wanted to try. There's so many slender movie there is also okay we forgot to mention this last week was it last week what was last week was that 
the girl in a box? Yes. It was a Colleen lifetime Stan. movie. It was a lifetime movie, and we had no idea. No. Oh, my God. And it got a strong four nights. And I gave it such a strong rating. I loved it so yeah. much. I thought they did such a great job. My mom fucking watches lifetime movies. What am I, 70 years old? I, mean, I know. This is crazy. Doing research to find pictures for our Instagram, THC podcast on Instagram, I was trying to find like the movie poster to do like a side by side for B's look of the week. And I realized as I was going through it, I'm like, okay, there's a Lifetime movie. Sure. But there has to be another movie because B gave this such a strong review. There has to be another movie. Yeah, but there wasn't any known actors in it and the nope. length of it. The it totally I, sounds like a Lifetime movie. The only movie I could find was a Lifetime movie. So that's what B watched was a Lifetime Which movie. Which is crazy. I didn't realize that when I watched it until you pointed it out. And then this week, looking for movies, there's also a Lifetime movie about this case that I chose not to watch. Because, it because it's a movie. fucking Lifetime movie! Like, it's gonna be garbage oh my god it's gonna be horrific no but, one's gonna want to hear about it that's so funny now i want to like go watch the what life. if it's the best hey, i bet it is ever i bet it is i'm not even gonna lie are you gonna go back and watch it Should i we might watch it together i might hey stay tuned for next next week we might have a review yeah. for it oh uh-huh. might be the best slender man movie ever was a lifetime movie this might be the least amount of alcohol we've ever had <laughs> listen i'm drunk as fuck i am trying so hard i'm trying so hard to stay with it the amount of times i've wanted to stop you so i could go pee outside of the pod shed has been amazing i know and this is like the least amount of weed i probably smoke we are a fucking hot mess express right hot now mess you express. Guys. that's what we're known for we really are Woo! i'm gonna pee right now okay on the pot shed floor all right <laughs> in this blanket let's end it let's great if you want to lo- follow wait, us real quick what look of the week just real quick look at the week look of the, my look of the week oh. <laughs> Did you really look at the just week? look around the pod shed. I'm all what on the calendar be? Oh we are trying to imagine it. So I am once again wearing one of my husband's suits, a tie yes. that apparently yes. he burnt half of it off. Amazing. So that's great. You won't see that. A though. work mask that we kind of shimmied together to kind of get rid of my face. And it's going to be a good time. And you will see this on THE podcast on Instagram. And we're going to go pee on each other. Yay. We love you. And we will see no, you. No, no, be stop. Oh, Hold God. on. Oh, Pause. oh God. Oh, my. Oh. Listen to us on all streaming sites. Yes. On Spotify. I don't know. Where are we? Everywhere. 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 Leave us a comment. Talk to us. Leave us a comment. Be Come with on. Us. Leave us a five star review. Yeah. And we love Follow you. Us. And we will see you, you next time. time. Bye, bitches. I'm going to die, Bailey. I'm going <laughs> to fucking die. I'm going to die.